This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Colin, on the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot, gets it away! Oh, to think less than six months ago, we were rocking up to these podcasts every week. Every week it was all, yep, yeah, we're great, still. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Scarfagawa Award, relentlessly entering your ears and eyes on a weekly basis with all the county news, views and opinions you could possibly want to avoid. I'm Nick Lee, here to hold things together with all the charm and poise of Steve Evans coming out of Weatherspoons. You may have noticed, despite our efforts to cover it up really badly last week, there's still no Rush Johnson. He, we've sent him off on a social media refresher course, so we, uh, we look forward to having him back and to the results of that course. But joining me tonight is our very own Geordie Hatter. Jonathan, you all right, mate? I'm absolutely delighted to be here as ever. It's great to be here, Nick. Yes, fantastic. Yes. Lovely. And I, I bet you've not spent your weekend arguing semantics on social media, so you're already <laughs> one of life's winners. And talking of one of life's winners, of course, stepping in again, we thank him once again. It is, of course, righty. Righty, you right, mate? I'm very well, mate. I feel a bit naked today without a bit of fancy dress on, but, you know. You can't have it all, can you? I've, I've done that, mate. I, I used to have a big box of props there, and it just gets sick. Just gets sick. When you're, like, drunk and sweating... You kind of get to the stage where you're just like, yeah, this this isn't for every week. I kind of committed at one point to doing stuff like that every week, and it's just, yeah, I won't be doing that again. Yeah. Right, we have got a lot to be covering tonight, so we will do it right after this little transition-y thing. 
Oh, look at that. Intro, transitiony thing. It's all happening. It's all downhill from here, though, lads, because we have got to, unfortunately, start, as always. Oh, with this, the Swindon game. At least it's a point, though. Jonathan, how was it for you, mate? Oh. You, you, I guess you just said it there, Nick, you know. At, at least, in the end, it's a point. Um, I guess that... I guess that by reflection coming out of the ground was that... Um, you know, like normally when you've when you've come out of a game and you've drawn ones each with a last minute equaliser. You know, I think of I think of Minahan against I think it was Kidderminster. Somebody might correct me in the in the National League North. And you know, you're coming out in you're on a high. The crowd's really on a high. You know, it's like you've rescued a point. You know, um, I guess that I felt for for having equalised in the last minute, I felt kind of a little bit flat coming out. If I'm honest, a little bit flat coming out because. It, it hadn't been a tremendous performance, had it? It hadn't been a tremendous performance, and it felt like it felt like we'd gone out of jail a little bit with the equaliser at the end, I suppose. Um, you know, so I guess I felt like that. Um, on the plus side, you know, yeah, we've 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 to come back and get that point. We've shown some we've shown some fight and resilience at least. So that's a that's something which maybe we can build on, I suppose. Yeah. Probably wasn't so dissimilar to how Chesterfield probably felt when uh, when they were celebrating the draw, wasn't it? Like, Similar circumstances, with it really, but it was, yeah, uh, it was a, a bit of a relief when it to, to come up with at least something. Now, they were about the best team I've seen play all season. I must admit, it was good on the ball, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. look very. They kind of had that, that, that swagger about them. That I've, I've, it's weird. I've not seen it since we played Fylde in the National League North, and they and they won the league. That kind of swagger, even in that it, back in the National League, we never saw anyone like that. But they just looked like they knew what they were doing from. From minute one, it was yeah. It's some some we're having to kind of kind of get get used to now. Um, James Somerset has said, "I feel like I'm almost the only one left who's still just happy to be back in the league." Well, funnily enough, me and Jonathan had exactly this conversation uh, before we went on air. That I I don't know I don't know about you, right? But I'm I'm still in the mindset of we're playing Swindon and Wimbledon rather than Dog and Duck Athletic. Are you the same? Yeah, no, I am. I had a bit of a, a reflective moment after the game and I came back and I was a little bit like, I was a little bit deflated because of how poorly we played and we didn't even play that bad all last year. I mean, obviously, God, some of the performances we put in would, would have wiped the floor with a lot of these teams in this league. I don't know what's happened. I honestly feel like we've gone back a little bit, but yeah. on reflection, I just I sat down and I went, you know what, we're actually playing, we're actually play, playing in in the football league and and with the uh, excuse me my cat excuse me um yeah we're back in the football league and that that is the bottom line of it isn't it and, and what, as much as we're playing bad there is a lot worse team in that league than us so we just need to chill a little bit don't we we'll chill out the results will come eventually and on another another plus point from saturday's game is that our, our discipline isn't threatening threatening to derail anything that's, that's, that's good. We kept all te- all eleven men on the pitch and everything. That was great. Just another, just I mean, from looking at the re- like seeing it in real time, you couldn't quite make out what had happened, and you still couldn't from the replay because the camera's on the other side. But it's just again, just getting sucked into these stupid things that we've. And I can see why Paddy's frustrated. To be fair, because he's having to, he's having to drop deeper and deeper to kind of create a bit of service for himself. But at the same time, because he's not scoring, people are saying, "Well, yeah. you know, he's, he's not doing his job." But he's, he's, he's. I think he's always been 
one of those who even when thing when things weren't going well under Rusk, like you could you couldn't fault Madden's effort and it's boiled over a bit, hasn't it? I'm slightly oh, excited, I've got to admit, I'm slightly excited. Not the fact that Paddy's obviously suspended, because we don't want that one of our best players suspended. But on reflection, I quite like the idea of Wooten up front with Crankshaw and Hippolyte either side. I quite like that because they've got pace, haven't they? They've got pace to burn. He's pretty decent holding the ball up. And just to see how we play in a different dimension, I think it could possibly work. But with listening to what some of the people have got to say, we do need that bit of express pace, don't we? Someone who can just put the ball through, lightning, bang, a goal. It's that bit of pace, isn't it? And actually, um, yeah, like think thinking about thinking about Hippolyte uh, in particular. It was actually during the Leicester game that um, that I think he was he was playing more up front for a bit, and there was a ball played in front of him, and he just chased after it. And I thought, hell, he's quick. Yeah. And it's like it was like I, I, it surprised me that I hadn't seen that that much. Because however, we're playing him in the team. I guess he's getting the ball maybe more to his feet, you know. But it's actually we've got pace that we can maybe use there. So. They know there's maybe some pace that we can use in the squad, can't show him a light. Um, as as opposed to bringing somebody in, I don't know. But but going back to going back to what you were saying about the discipline, Nick, I think that what you said about um how you know maybe it comes Madden said not, maybe it comes from some amount of frustration that's built up during the game, you know, he's chasing around, he's not getting the ball, etc. And I think that's probably been my reflection about the discipline, kind of thinking thinking since Saturday that, you know, the, the obvious thing is to say, well, we've got to stop We've got to stop giving the referees decisions to me. We've got to stop reacting to stuff. We've got to stop reacting to the, the kind of um, the 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 shit we from the opposition, the kind of gamesmanship, you know, all of which Chandler said. And you know, there's there's there's, there's lots of me, lots of me, um, there's lots to be agreed with there. But I guess my reflection as well is that Madden being the example, you know, when are these things going to boil over? They're going to boil over when players don't maybe feel in control of the situation within the game. Again, to use Chandler's phrase. Are we not controlling the things we can't control very well? Are we getting dragged out of position in the places we don't want to be? You know, frustration is they're human beings, right? And frustration is going to lead to stuff. So I suppose what I'm thinking is that actually sort the other stuff out, right? Sort out the formation to have that more regular, the maybe the settled team to have that more regular. Things start to click in the place. Teams that are winning, teams that are kind of playing in an organised way that they're all happy with, don't get guys sent off because you know they've got the ball and they're more in control of the stuff. I think we should just bring back public flogging. Yeah. Let people just whip to shit in it down Edgley, you know, down Castle Street, bring back the stocks. So we <laughs> might get sent off. We'll just lock them in the stocks. And <laughs> I think that'll work. I think it's got some fundamental value to that. I think that could work. Yeah. Yeah. Is a gentleman the conservative <laughs> candidate for Kirkham? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we some rotten fruit or something. We can, we can public shame them. <laughs> You don't need to convince me. I was in as soon as you said public flogging. I was in. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, they, they need something to enliven Edgley High Street during the week, don't they? Because yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 that's, that's a bit passing straight on a kind of Monday afternoon. So you know, Paddy Madden uh, and you know a pound for three rotten tomatoes to to throw them. You know, on your way to the sewing machine shop, I'd, I'd, I'd be there. I'd be there. Absolutely. All in for that. And one of the one of the players who kind of I think a bit unfairly has been criticised in the, the the early weeks of the season, but he scored again. Anthony Sarsavic, top scorer this season, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good player. I mean, got lots of obviously we're living around foul coast area. I've got lots of 
I say mates, we use the term loosely, who follow Fleetwood, you see. So they they, oh, they raved about him, and obviously he was, he was good for them. And he sometimes comes, as that appearance does, he comes off across a little bit late, but he's, he's so good. He just It's because he creates so much time for himself. I think that's why it sometimes comes across like he's been a bit lazy, and he's not. He really isn't. He's, I'd love it if we could release, like... If we're going to just have a camera on him for the whole 90 minutes and just release that footage and you see just some of the space he manages to find when you wouldn't yeah. think there is any. I, th- I think, yeah, his struggles have kind of come from everyone else struggling. We don't have a settled 11. Well, we mentioned it last week, particularly in defence. The defence keeps getting changed every week. I, th- I, th- I don't know. It's just it's just a bit, bit... It's one of those situations now, isn't it, where you just kind of... I think everyone's got their ideas... Of what they what they want to change, but it's whether whether it will be. I think his passing though is quite limited with with not having the ball over the top often enough. So I think his passing is quite limited to what he can. He can you can see him go. He's like three seconds ahead of everyone else almost, and he, oh, I can't play that ball now. He has to turn back on himself. Saw that a couple of times um, during the swimming game. It's like uh, I don't I, I don't know what the answer is. Change formation with Hippolyte and Crenshaw. Mm. Or do we go into delve into the transfer market and get someone that can got a bit of blistering pace? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I I, I noticed the same with Sarcevic as you there, there, Steve. That actually there was there was times earlier in the game where he kind of he frustrated he frustrated me a little bit because it was like he he'd hold onto the ball for a while, but then okay maybe he's got he's not he's got anybody to pick out, you know. But uh, but I thought. What I was really, I was really pleased from when he scored because he just looked so happy when he belted that in the top corner, didn't he? It reminded me of Jan Verbuni in his last game when he was in one of his very last games where he was in front of the crowd again, um, yeah. and he, he leathered one of the top corner, didn't he? And yeah, kind of yeah, ran yeah. off in front of the teal and holding the badge. I mean, okay, he was he was off, he was off ten minutes later, wasn't he? But I don't think Sarcevic is going anywhere. And and uh, I noticed Chaloner in his interview after the game was talking about how Sarcevic should be getting 10 goals a season. But the, the other thing uh, he said was, well, you know, he scored he scored one worldie and two scruffy ones. He said two scruffy ones, presumably including Saturday. I thought that was, I was in the cheat land. I thought it was nothing scruffy about it whatsoever. I thought that, that, that ball comes out of the sky. I mean, it's, it's not quite, um, who's a Newcastle player? It's not It's not quite uh, San Maxman against Wolves, you know what I mean? But that ball comes out of the sky onto his left foot. He leathers under the top corner, doesn't he? It's not there's not a space to put it in otherwise. It's, you know. So I think if I was if I was if I was sort of a chair in that interview, I may have been saying, Hey boss, that, that, that wasn't too scrappy by me. You know, it's that was decent, yeah. you know. It's almost it's almost like the red card was the actual catalyst was played a bit better. It was like the kick up the arse we needed. And it's almost it, we just we just sort of like went, right, we're up against it now, we'll start playing. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And you know what? We keep needing kicks up the arse, don't we? Like, okay, sending off. And um, I was just looking at the Challenge of interview after the Port Vale game. And, you know, that's kind of was his main point, wasn't it? That he, we, we, we needed to, we need to start playing the way we started playing after we went one nil behind, you know, get the shackles off at the start of the game. And, um, you could sense a little. I could sense. I don't know some frustration from Challenger there. That it's like, well, this is what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you, you haven't got any shackles, you know. So, what's with the shackles, lads? You know, what's with the shackles? What did uh, What did you think? I've just uh, seen Phil's comment there on the on the, on the chat. He says uh, about Akil Wright. What did you make of his performance? I thought he was quite 
quite assured, wasn't he? He was quite, and he was, and he was quick as well, quick, strong, and assured. Yeah. I was quite impressed, really. From a player who's jumped two levels as well. Exactly. Yeah. And he's been out injured. Very impressive debut last night. Yeah. I, I, suppose, I suppose that's a good, that's the best time to jump onto last night, actually, because after after you've not picked up maximum points at the weekend, you kind of want that midweek mm-hmm. game to try and shake off the cobwebs. Obviously, yeah. we we knew it'd be a change side anyway. Obviously, we saw Hinchliffe come back in in goal. So, like you said, like you said before, another one we've not got, we've not started until we're about an hour in. It's like the hour mark comes about, and we think, right, we'll start playing now. And it's it's, it's been it's been the same on a number of occasions. Like Stevenage away when we went one 0 up, that was around that point. The, the Barrow home game, and it just just seems like, like you said, we we need that sort of kick up the arse to get us going. Which is we're we're seeing nothing of what we saw last season, which was relentless pressing high up the pitch, getting decent cross crosses with pace, putting like the likes of Salvam Hales and Rydell getting in behind on the flank. And we just we're just seeing none of it. it just looked very fragmented. Yeah, that's that's the word, isn't it? And I suppose that I suppose that some of this must come from not having a settled team, basically. Because I suppose that you know, I suppose that you're going out. You know, let's take the midfield. You know, Cosdale, Collar, Sarcevic. Is it Sarcevic or Sarcevic, by the way? I'm saying, I'm going Sarcevic. Whatever you want. Everyone, everyone says something different. Johnson. <laughs> um, you know, they, they were they were the holy trinity, weren't they? And and they had such a level of understanding and. You know they would just like press teams and it was almost like it was almost like by the end of last season players weren't having to look to find the guy you know you they knew that msh was making the run they knew that rider was making the run whereas i suppose as when you've got a not a cell team you're just having that just that split second when you're just having to look the to where the guy is i i was let's see i don't know whether i don't know whether i was whether i'm right here but it seems to me on dead balls a few times against swindon it was like they weren't quite sure who was going to take the free kick. It's like, well, that's that's a team that's not quite settled yet, right? That's a team that's not quite in its groove. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we're products of our own downfall, though. With the red cards, you can't put the same team out of the can you? So, and, and obviously with crucial positions being red carded, then you're having to change formation and move. So it's just it's very higgledy-piggledy at the moment, isn't it? Just, it's no wonder there's no continuity in the team. It's just... Yeah. Added to that, there seems to be a lot more chopping and changing formation-wise during the games now as well. Mm-hmm. Not just from one game to another, but mm-hmm. was it was it uh, about midway through the first half last night we changed from a four to a five? From, from, that's how it, how it looked anyway. I mean, if if that wasn't the case and that's still how it looked, then that's that's even that's even more even mm-hmm. more of a worry, I think. Really, um, I mean, let's let's be honest. The the pizza tray trophy isn't. You know, it's it's it's, it's something we're not going to be bothered about until we're a few rounds in. You know, if it gets to knockout rounds, people start with a bit more interest. But you kind of, I suppose you you, you kind of want to see us getting closer to what we were last season, and that's my main worry that we've not we're not seeing that. We, we seem to be getting further away week by week at the moment, further away from knowing the best eleven, and further away from being the team we know we can be. The pizza yeah. trade, no, no Carabao though, is it? What no. is, mate? What is? What's Carabao? Have you not? Have you not got a Papa John's pizza with you this week? Have the Have the Papa John's people not not come good? Because I wouldn't Carabao, have it in the house, mate. They did all right by the Scarpagar Award, didn't they? Yeah, nice, nice pair of next three pairs of tickets. Like good on them, fair play. But no, yeah, the Papa yeah. John's lads have had nothing. I don't think they're likely to send me anything no. now either. 
I was, I don't think they are, no. I was, yeah. I, 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 I was, um, I, start, I started taking the Papa John's trophy slightly more seriously when I realised it was actually a national chain of pizza houses. Because I, I, I just knew there was one beside Sainsbury's and Hazel Grove. And I was thinking, How the hell is, 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 is this sponsored by this firm in like Great Moor? You know? They've done well for themselves. <laughs> they must have some marketing budget. But then, <laughs> then I, I don't know that I've, I've saw, saw somewhere else. And I thought, oh, wait, that, make, that does make more sense. That does make more sense. But it did make me think about how, you know, Papa John's, Carabao, um, I, I, this is me being old, you know. I think I remember, I think I remember when competitions were named after firms that sounded kind of sober and established. You know what I mean? The Barclays League, you know. Yes, the, yeah, that, that's the, the, the Rumbelow's Cup, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And even Coca-Cola, yeah. the Coca-Cola Cup, you know, the Milk Cup, you know, that's, that's yeah. just a, an actual product. But, you know, established brands. I think there should be some kind of fit and proper test for just the actual names of the <laughs> of the corporations because it is very hard to take a serious one. It's called the Papa John Cup. You know, it used to, I, I, I can remember when it's called the Sherpa Van Trophy. You know, there's a, there's a name you can conjure with. That's a proper, solid, British-made piece of automotive engineering, right? It but, almost makes you long for the heady days of the, the uh, build-based FA Trophy, doesn't it? Oh, build-based. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Any sponsor that is that has an advert that pops up on that is it Man Manchester Rock Radio that XS or whatever it is. Have you heard the adverts on there? They have the it's all adverts for like if if you get knocked off your motorbike. Oh yeah. And stuff like that. And then there's one that's called Race Leathers. <laughs> they, they sell the leather for, on your motorbike and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if if anyone in the comments knows what Race Leathers is, then I guarantee that the the theme tune will be going through their heads right about now. Race Leathers, yeah, yeah. Dakota UK. See, I'm advertising for him now. Take yeah, that, yeah. Papa John's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get some, get some of them sent in. Yeah. What so, we need, to, the Papa John's needs to open up a spot for Europe for us. I think Europa League. What do you reckon? Oh, Conference yeah. League. I think Conference League. Yeah, that's 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 like a two over. We'll win the Conference League, then win the Europa the following. Like, yeah, exactly. Just, just gets us an early door, early foot in the door, doesn't it, for these Euro yeah. European competitions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wembley really wasn't quite enough to motivate them, was it? You know, uh, so <laughs> yeah. we need to, need to step it up a little bit. Yeah. So fair result in the end last night. Then are we saying? Yeah, we had our chances, didn't we? We had a. I don't. I don't think Port Vale could have complained if we got a draw. No. No, I mean Madden hits the bar, doesn't he? Just before, just before they score. I mean, I'm. That's looking like, and I, you know, I mean, what a what a strike! You couldn't have done much more with it. Um, I guess the I guess the chances looked even, you know, at either end. It didn't look like there was lots of them. Um, so yeah, probably probably one of those games that it's it's this is the phase, isn't it? It's fine margins, and and I, again, that's something that that, that I picked up. Chal and I said, I think it was after the Ford Vale game where uh, was it Sam Byrne interviewing him and said, or was it Liam? I can't remember, and said. Um, you know, they are fine margins, aren't they? That, that we're losing by, and I, I liked how Challenger said, "Well, yeah, but we can't have that as being an excuse." You know, we've stepped up a league. We've stepped up a league into a place where it's going to be fine margins. So we're just we've got to make sure we come out the right side of them, right? Because we're not going to be steamrolling in teams. We're going to need to be taking where taking where chances and you know winning games two one, not losing games two one, that kind of thing, right? That's yeah, where you kind of come back to the pre-season, isn't it? You look at the mm -hmm. pre-season and, and, and no, 
we, we pretty much had the ball for like 70 odd percent mm-hmm. of them pre-season games and now now we're it's some, something I mentioned to Russ before the season mm-hmm. started on a, and there'll be a record of that so it's good I, another time when I was mm-hmm. right brilliant I'll add that yeah, to my list make, make, um, a, make, make a compilation of them Nick, at the end of the yeah, season yeah yeah because I think I think Russ's reasoning was that we're expecting to be playing in that manner, having a lot of the ball, but it's just not transpired like that. And we and we do look terrified when when they're coming out when teams are coming at us at, at the moment. And I, I don't know if a lot if some of it is down to that. We've just not just not had to play against anyone in pre-season. That's like that. it was the same same last couple of seasons in the national league as well. Most teams are just going to let us have the ball. It's kind kind of changed now, and we've been left wanting for me. My dad made a bit of an interesting point. I don't know if I mentioned it on the last pod, but uh, we're just getting caught when we're in the opposition half. So if we've got a free kick, corner, or we're attacking, it's it's the their break breakaway that is causing us quite a lot of trouble and usually catching us on the break. But going back to the fine margins point, you are you're right. You got three sendings off in six games, albeit we played one of them seventy odd minutes. We still managed to equalise. And it's mm-hmm. just like a last minute goal, and you only just scraped it against Doncaster. Mm-hmm. Look at the Stevenage one uh, 88 minutes were winning, 96 minutes yeah. were losing. Yeah. You know, there's two there's two games I can just think of off the top of my heart that I went to, and mm-hmm. I've been to more, but I just don't. The only one I didn't go to was Mansfield, so I watched on TV, but you can't really can't really get a grasp of it. But mm-hmm. that, that lad up front looked like it causes a lot of trouble again because he had quite a bit of pace quarters on the break and that was it yeah the bigger one of the things that surprised me has been because i was like a lot of i think a lot of a lot of a lot of fans that um it almost just became like the accepted wisdom didn't it that um you go from league the national league and and actually league two is going to be about the same in terms of the strength and and, and you know teams who go up just keep going up and so that's what we're going to do we're going to keep going up um and I've certainly got to admit that I've been, I've been surprised by the how it absolutely is a step up. You know, it's the the intensity, the speed, the the we we're saying about Swindon, weren't with the how quick they are at just thinking and moving the ball. You know, all of that. And I suppose that maybe the reality is more that, um, the similarity is between where we are now and the actual top teams in the national league, right? It, it feels to me like you know I was struggling against Wrexham. You know every time we play Wrexham, we're it's like we're playing Wrexham every week. You know like oh god, these guys are actually good. You know there's there's no Kings Lynn Town here, is there? There's no there's no Altswinger, and then there's none of the kind of the the fodder for one of a better word where where you're going to be able to um, you know walk, walk over them, which is Chandler's game plan. He wants us walking over teams. Well, yeah, okay, so. Do we need a different plan sometimes, or do we just need to get better at walking over these guys and imposing ourselves on them? I suppose I don't know that. I, I don't know that. Yeah, if only, if only one of us did know. If only one of us did know, it might <laughs> everything might be. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm convinced everything will be all right anyway. But yeah. I'd, I'd rather it was all right. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. One one last thing that struck me watching the Port Vale game last night, watching the stream. Uh, I watched it from a Dem- Democratic Republic of Congo last night. Right, in case okay. any listeners, been, where, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 second, second time. I just love the people, Jonathan. I just love the people. The warm, friendly people. They got a smile on their face. They're so welcome. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a smile on their face after I'd made them watch 90 minutes of that. That's for sure. But yeah, it did strike me watching the stream. So obviously, with the lack of interest in this tournament, it was very much like a lockdown game. Yeah, it was. I, I, I yeah, it was like because you could see the county phone to the left, couldn't you? And there was, you know, yeah. it was quite. I was quite impressed with how he did so. And I was thinking, wow, what? 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 What amused me the most about it was I was looking around and there was stewards watching the empty seats, and I was oh, like, right. what are they doing there? What are, they, what are the stewards sat down just watching empty seats for? I'd just be well turning around watching the game, me like, but, <laughs> yeah. That must be that must be something for the quality of the entertainment, wasn't it? Really, it was. I mean, watching the stream was like, well, is there anybody actually in the ground? Because you were just looking at that bank of yellow seats, weren't you? Um, but fair play to the fair play to the county fans for travelling, because you could certainly hear you could hear, certainly hear us singing um, yeah. over their mast holds, couldn't you? <laughs> if anyone in the chat knows like the attendance from last night or or the amount of county fans, just. Stick it into the chat so we know. But must have be been at least half. Must be interesting to know. Yeah. Well, I just, I just sat there watching. I just, just felt, just felt myself wanting to like go and watch Tiger King and make some banana bread. Yeah. Just, like, just full lockdown mode again. Go out from a little state mandated walk around the block. Everything, yeah, would be yeah. great. Can't have Four hundred and sixty-four, according to Craig Rogers. Very was nice. the, Very is that is that the away attendance or is that in in total? That, I would imagine that would be totally no. I don't imagine even the mighty county took four hundred and sixty four down the court there last night. I'd imagine that might be the actual attendance in the ground. Is it, is, oh, there we go. Eighteen hundred total, four hundred sixty four oh, county. Fair fans. enough. There I was go. doing the middle service. I'm doing the service. Eighteen hundred kicking around in a sixteen thousand seater stadium. Just get lost. Yeah. Oh God. Well, we won't have to go there again, will we? No, it's not too laggy. Just, just the one. I'm a bit disappointed we didn't get to see the very strange penalty format last night, where if it's a if it's a draw after ninety minutes, both teams get a point, and, and then the winner. Depends, you still get points. It's like yeah, like uh, fun day at school, isn't it? School fun yeah. day. So yeah. you get a point. You get a point. Everyone gets a point. Absolutely mental. So our next game in that tournament, have we got Shrewsbury next or is it Wolves up next? Either way, we're at home for our final two games in that tournament. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's the top two that go through. What one would assume, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, would imagine so. Yeah. Oh. So the Wembley dream, the Wembley Papa John's dream could still be. It's, it's still on. It People is still on. Wolves under 21s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't oh, look forward to that playing playing the under twenty ones of of a Premiership team. It's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of like when you play a bunch of like kids from a younger year at school in the playground, but they're like really good yeah. and it's embarrassing because they're beating. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I think I'd rather play the first team and get me like six nil. That that would feel. I, you know, the, my pride would be intact, but. I don't want I don't want their kids to run circles around. I, I really don't. Yeah. The weird thing is with with the the whole under twenty one thing. Uh, it was it was originally under twenty threes. Oh. Originally, okay. then this, I think this season it's been changed to under twenty ones. But all the good under twenty three or under twenty one players will be with training with the first team. So the teams that these Premier okay. League reserve sides are putting out, the I mean 
Aston Villa lost to Wimbledon last night. Leicester, okay. Leicester lost to 10-man Burton. Um, uh-huh. Newcastle under-21s, they lost on penalties to Doncaster. Forest Green beat Southampton. Mansfield beat Man City. Morecambe beat Everton. Uh-huh. There's not, not not that many that actually that actually won. So, it, so, so Liverpool under-21s lost to Salford away. So it's just, they're know. basically no, putting I out teams of 16, 17 year olds. You can have like three overage though, can't you? Is there a ruling where you can have like is it two or three over the I don't know over the age of you can yeah it's either two or three yeah you've got like the the football league clubs in it have to have a certain number of players that played in the last game. I think it's like forty percent of your team has to have over a certain number of appearances. But yeah, they can they can put I think it's either two or three overage players out. So. So it'll get, it'll get to the point with the poor sods who are having to play Liverpool, they're going to have Thiago out playing there at some point to get his fitness back, which will sure be very exciting for him. Yeah. But we've we've just got whoever wants like, Yeah, like Sally, uh, Firmino, you know, uh, I don't know, Henderson and like a bunch of 12-year-olds. It's going to be, that's, that's basically the mixture we're going to be. Well, I've done yeah, it yeah, 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 <laughs> well, I, th- I think he, he, he did. They, they asked me about that before the Leicester game. Actually, I, I went on Talk Sport the, the day of the game, and they were asking about the history with Jamie Vardy. And obviously, we came close to signing mm-hmm. him a couple of times. And they said, "Oh, if he plays for Leicester against you in the cup, do you reckon, do you reckon you'll boo?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, but not not because of not because of the history or anything like that. Just because that's what you do, don't you?" When when you're a football league team, you have like a big name player come. Remember Letitia in '96, '97 and stuff. Like that. That's the stuff that sticks in your head. Yeah, they've got to get a bit of a booing, haven't they? I would have thought if you're Letitia or if you're Vardy or if you're you know Dalglish or if you're whoever the big name player and you come to the lower league club, it's when the, it's when they stop booing you that you got woo, right? Yeah. Because sure, then that's yeah. not like you're not you're not the you're not the star pantomime kind of attraction sport villain anymore. Yeah. I think I think yeah. Leicester were quietly surprised, weren't they, about the noise, the level of noise that we were making and stuff like that. Even Brendan Rodgers uh, made some comments towards it. He said that, like, what an amazing... I mean, they were definitely silent. I have got a theory behind it because, obviously, they've got a big fan base and only had 1,100, so a lot of, like, the executive people would get those seats. Oh, so I reckon there's not many of the hardcore fans that, are, that were, were there, really, and... One of them looked particularly arse when they won. No, no. No, they didn't, did they? The only ones that were bothered were the ones who were were shaking the net behind the goal when they were taking the penalties. Like, is that not against some kind of, you know, bylaw of the game? You'd think think so, but we'd we'd be doing the same thing if the penalties were at our end. We would. I was... This is something i said to somebody since then. Why why do we have to have the penalties all at the same end? Could we not take ours at the Cheatland and then we wouldn't have these interfering little East Midlanders shaking the net about? You know, yeah, after I'd... the first five, they should pick a fan to take the sixth one as well, I think. Oh, <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Well, once the first somewhere. five are done, that's it. You don't, you don't move <laughs> on to the players anymore. You don't move on to the goalkeepers. You get the fans out. And do you, do you, here's, the, here's the thing do you pick a fan or actually is it like the half time raffle? Does a, does, a, does, a, does a seat number get called out? And you're like, and you're hoping it's like somebody looks like they could kick a ball, you know, but it might not be, you know. It, or maybe it'd be impossible to rig it. 
Well, there would have to be cons bouncers and consoles, you know. That's what no one sits in the right seat, do they? So, <laughs> <laughs> so you'd, you'd end up like so some little old lady going up on my ticket. You'd have to limit it to the main stand, clearly. I, I remember I remember in a fanzine years ago reading about um, how a good way of, instead of, you know, alternatives to penalties to decide matches, and one of them was that there should be a standing jump competition in the middle of the centre circle between the oldest supporter of each team. And, yeah, and, I, I, mean, and I remember that verbatim, because I remember reading that and thinking, well, that's just fantastic, you know. And I think every time penalties come up, I think, well, this is okay, but how about the standing jump? Just, just let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Yeah. We used to do stuff at half time. I, I think it's like we're talking like nineties to the early two thousand. But we used to get a fan on the pitch at half time, oh. and they'd put an put an advertising board in front of the goal, so it'd, it'd be covering up the bottom half of the goal. And you'd you'd have one from the penalty spot, oh, one from about twenty yards out, and then one from halfway. And you've got to get oh, it into the goal, avoiding the thing. But obviously, this is at half time, so when it's a winter game and the pitch is all churned up. And somewhat, mm. someone's like sauntered out, pissed out of hospitality in the brand new shoes, and they're having to <laughs> welly it from the halfway line. You're like, yes, yeah. And that, if you, if you want to get a pint at half time, do that because I'll be staying in the stands to watch that. Well, I've got, I've got a couple of theories how we could we could you know decide a game if it is no nil, and obviously Ian's alluded to it. Remember that advert where it's uh, it was multi-time multi-ball and like about 50 yes on the field. Oh, <laughs> multi-ball. I don't oh. remember what the advert was, but maybe someone can remind me in the chat. Well, is that, or alternatively, and I'm putting myself forward for this, like just have about ten pints, and then you get them like uh, get like a <laughs> get the top of a brush. You run around it about sixteen times, and run to where the ball is. First one to the ball. <laughs> it's horrendous, <laughs> but I'm game. <laughs> so we're giving the, we're giving the fans pints and getting them on the pitch to to. To, uh, to, might, um, it might be your only chance to get one, Jonathan. It may be more of a chance, or, or maybe because you know they say they say like I've heard it said like start taking players off. You know, ten aside, nine aside. Actually, start start giving the players shots. Just just get the players gradually like wasted. You know, and eventually just the ball's going to end up in the net, isn't it? Somebody's going to fall on that arse. It's going to just end in the net. <laughs> you know, get the get the goalkeeper's piss. Just give the give the goalkeeper the ball of vodka each. You know there's the we're, doing, we're doing penalties because of what we've always done. There are there are there are outside of the box ways of deciding these matters, right? I think you've just hit upon the answer for what happened when Tim Flowers joined us. I think that's, exa <laughs> that's exactly what they did with him. I'm I'm convinced, absolutely convinced. <laughs> you know, loads of clubs used to they'd spin you around and like make you hit a penalty. So yeah, they should have when it gets to like extra time in a cup competition. They should have a, a big bucket you know the things they have in america the water boy thing the big water barrel that they give them all that mm -hmm. they have for more they should have one of them just filled with pills just like mystery pills and you have okay. to like dip it you have to like dip in and have one so it could be like an anodin or like yeah. a hay fever tablet. Like or you can... yeah 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 madden's two on goal but he's got the laxative oh no yeah he's, he's, he thinks he's napoleon yeah it, it'd be It'd be like Alice in Wonderland, wouldn't it? That's 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 what we need. The the Lewis the Lewis Cavill trophy. Let's 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 get it on. You know. They should just, should just play I'm White Rabbit. But he's actually only in theory beat one because he's had LSD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I think we've just all all this stuff that FIFA try and do to like, oh. improve the game, and we we've just just three blokes you, have stumbled upon it. You leave this kind of stuff to yeah, Michel Platini's, your Arsene Wenger's, you you get nothing. You know, they're too they're too close to the the to the reaction the action. Uh, you can tell Russ isn't here. You can tell Russ isn't here. He's going to be back in a minute, isn't he? He's, he's, Moving on. <laughs> he wouldn't be entertaining this sort of frivolity. I, I will say something about football to 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 uh, to cheer to, to for the bus fans. Um, no, I think I think that um, I've got another TV motive as well for wanting the stand and jump between the oldest fans because I said this on yellow board actually that um, you know I've, I I think back to my history with penalty competitions. You know, growing up watching Newcastle and. The first penalty competition I saw, I was 10. I was 10. It was the League Cup, because it was just called the League Cup then. Newcastle up in Sunderland, went extra time, 1978. And, you know, Newcastle lose on penalties, and it made me cry. made me cry, because it's so awful and dramatic. You know, you lose on penalties. And I must have been between with Newcastle, and then with England, and then now with County, I must have been heavily invested in 25 penalty competitions by now. And I think maybe there's one has ended up the right way around for me. So I, I actually think I have started to seriously think, you know, going back to psychotic episodes, that 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 somehow my absolute nervousness, my 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 off the scale anxiety, is transmitting itself to the players, even through the airwaves, even internationally, and and to the extent that they can't kick the ball, and you know, or they stumble over it, even if they're like Gabby Lineker, and. And I like, and there's moments where I seriously believe what I've just said. That's 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 how, that's how bad it is. So you know, stand and jumps. It's got to happen. Just for my, for my personal sanity, and it's got to happen. You could do the thing where you, you know when there's like a shopping centre and they have like loads of trouble with antisocial behaviour on a Friday night. Yeah. So they put like speakers up with that sound that can only be heard if you're like under a certain age. Oh right, okay. And they should yeah. just play that over the PA. It's like. It's like some eighteen-year-old debutant is coming coming on for their first ever game to take the penalty in the shootout, and we just emit this noise, so he just shrieks and falls on the floor. That'd be good. Yeah, that the was, yeah. Our way, they're a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly yeah. in my ear holes. Yeah, <laughs> we've that as well. It's some, some, yeah, there's there's all kinds of ways we're going to distract the footballers in a way that could amuse us, and we really need to. If you want more than. 1800 people turn up to to Vale Stadium on a Tuesday night. Well, you know, there's 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 ways and means here. There's ways and means. And the sh- football team should invite fans to the end of the training session while they practice penalties, and you can just do what you want, just to do right. what you want to put them off. Yeah, I, I, I think they should do that. Yeah, heckle them, just mm-hmm. stand there, shaking shaking the net, asses out, the absolute yeah. lot. Like just. I've been watching that um, that Arsenal documentary on on Prime. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed when they went to play Liverpool away, Arteta had them training with "You'll Never Walk Alone" playing over the speed. I didn't work. They got they got gubbed like five nil. I think <laughs> <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work. But I was like, yeah, that, that's interesting. That that they'll try like any little any little advantage. It's good. Yeah. I like. I like all that. In, in a in a game of fine margins, that's the. But Liverpool also have a set piece coach, which maybe we could borrow yeah. off them. Is, have they really? I didn't know that. Okay. Well, maybe we we'll have because haven't we got like forty five backroom staff? So if we if we have, he needs sucking. <laughs> I can't remember the last time we've put a decent set piece in. Do you know? It's 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 and it's not like we haven't got guys. 
who mm. can strike a dead ball, right? Or at least, I don't know, that you would think could. Guys have got technique. You know, Sarcevic again, right? I think, yeah. you know, it has been right, said yeah. that. Where's, where's, where, where, are the, where are the corner kicks there coming in, you know? Um, and I don't know, who else would you pick out? You'd, you'd, right, you'd, no. you'd pick up right there. Right there, they can strike a ball, can't they, a dead ball? Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's like as if we've... It's like as if we think that there's a rule that you're not allowed to score from set pieces. It's it's ungentlemanly. Yeah. yeah, we scored so many last season that we just thought, right, we'll give everyone a chance yeah. now. Yeah, we are allowed to score goals from set pieces. That's that's let's, let's yeah. get it out there, you know. Yeah, let's start scoring from set pieces and not not render Ash Palmer ineffectual, please. Yeah, yeah. we've we been playing the... well. Though. We've been playing really well. Hasn't he? Really, yeah. we've got some. Uh, uh, I mean, he's one. Another of... player. First name another sheet. player has stepped up is K- Kitchen as well has stepped it up yeah. as well. Yeah. He, 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 for most of last season, like kind of January, February onwards, we thought he was the forgotten man. Assumed yeah. he'd be shipped out, and then the yeah. Barrow game comes round. There, there he is. Yeah, there he is in the back three, and he's tricky start. Although everyone has a tricky start against Barrow. Let's yeah. let's, let's be fair. But yeah, he's, he seems to, seems like he might be the answer now. Well, I know a lot, I that's where a lot of people would want another body, like a left side centre back. But wait, you know, right. maybe, maybe. But you know what? I feel really happy for Kitching, and and, I, and the reason I feel really happy for Kitching um, is because his selection for the Barrow game and one or two games afterwards, you know, I have to say it it brought out at least on social media the worst elements and the worst of some of the county fans, didn't it? It's there's when you see the I've seen the team pick with Kitching in. You know, and there's people on Twitter saying, Kitchen, what's, you know, has Challoner got, you know, has he got pictures of Challoner? What, what's this, lads? You know, it's, you're talking about a, you're talking about a professional football, you're talking about a human being, you're talking about, you're talking about the dynamics within a team, you're picking one player out, you're picking one player out, and it's like, that's just, that's just not on for me, that. Yeah, it does it, it, it feel like we, we, as a fan base, I don't think it's exclusive to us, but yeah, we've we kind of got to have, have one player that gets singled out. It's, it's yeah. very strange. Like we yeah. saw it last season with Hogan being booed. Hogan. It's like regardless of your yeah. thoughts on him, he's, he's club captain for for yeah. a reason. Like two, two separate yeah. managers appointed him club captain, or well, three, because Challenger yeah. kept him as captain as well. So you know, Honestly, he, though, he's had a, he's had injuries as well, and you don't know how. You don't, no one's with this person twenty four hours of the day. No one knows what the recovery period or what the extensive he's had to go through. I mm. mean, look at that, Chamanga from bloody Chesterfield. There's loads mm. of people who've had like serious injuries. You don't really know how they're going to come back from it, do you? Um, no, we don't. Um, even you could be up to full fitness, but it could be a confidence thing. I mean, I've got a fair share of playing sport, and you get, you get back and you're a little bit sheepish because you think to yourself, I don't want that to happen again. But when you mm. still suddenly build up your confidence back into mm. your game, mm. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's normal again. That could take one month. It could take six months. You, you don't know. So it could take a little while. And he's obviously he's over that now, and he's back yeah. to his best. So we can hopefully yeah. that's the that's yeah, yeah. the start of the season. So. And do you know what? He's over it, and he's got over it as well. Um, you know, not playing in his because you know the criticism, which I think is maybe fair, is that you know this is he's he's been being selected in a position which isn't his natural. It was not what we think of his natural position, right? As a centre back. Um, but I mean, it was, it, there's Leicester he plays centre back, didn't he, for most of the game? I think left centre back, and um, you know, he's for me okay, shaky start to the season, but 
there have been some that you pick out in terms of some real bright spots, right? In terms of players, Kitching, I think you're right, Steve. I think Palmer. My my kind of work and assumption going into the season, I don't know whether it was a common one, was that you know Palmer's going to be a, a, a squad player. He's going to he's going to play sometimes, but he's not going to play regularly. I, I wonder whether Palmer thought that himself. I mean, you'd be forgiven for thinking that if you're, we're saying three or four centre backs, right? Um, but you know, I'm looking at that team now and thinking. Well, Stockport County's defence is not the same without 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 Palmer in the middle of it, right? And and the other two alongside him, you know, looked more like we knew what were about a bit more because they had Palmer in the middle, right? A bit more, more short, wasn't it? A bit more short. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. You need that. You need the you need the people that've been there for a fair bit of time to mm. show you the ropes. Because I'm I'm sure I don't go in the background of every club, but I'm sure every club's different when you when you tip up so it's getting used to being different club different players culturally different different formations you just yeah. need that little bit of stability i don't know how bloody nottingham forest are going on 19 and still going strong aren't they i think they put off the league <laughs> oh, the, the, oh, currently they're currently a goal down at man city so good start for them oh right okay yeah. no I, no i think you i think you i think you touch on something that now, I've been thinking as well, Steve, that, you know, maybe it is underestimated in a factor of, you know, basically how, how teams are successful or otherwise, you know, that there's the, okay, so, you know, I would imagine that it was pretty scientifically kind of, you know, uh, possible to make a case that, you know, we need to get rid of this player because, you know, look at the kind of, look at the kind of, uh, I don't know, the kind of, statistics around the performance how many crosses they get in the box i don't know what what might be looked at and look at this player who's a little bit quicker got a little bit more right and actually let's make that let's 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 basically get that one out let's bring this one in right and you know i'm you know i'm going with this right so you basically get rid of three or four three, three four players maybe you're getting rid of one or two who we could think of straight away who are like they will be aside from their technical ability as footballers there will be there will be presences in the dressing room right and and we think about wherever we were well, if you suddenly two or three of the experienced people, even two or three new people come in, they may be technically good at the job, but does the team function amazingly well from the get-go, you know? So I think I don't want to necessarily start saying we should have, shouldn't have got this, shouldn't have got rid of this player or we shouldn't have signed this player because, again, I don't want to be picking out individuals, but I think there's something around culture. You know, I think there's something around that it's maybe underplayed, the importance of that. I mean, Continue. going outside. Going outside of Stockport County and that, um, when I was watching England in the recent tournaments and stuff, they used to rave about Connor Cody. He said Connor Cody was an absolute, he was brilliant to have round the change room. He was brilliant to have um, before and after games or even if he's just dicking about and stuff like that. He said he was he was fantastic. He was a proper squad player, level-headed, and, and, and he said he was just all about the team. I quite like that because, you know, he's, he's, don't get me wrong, bloody hell. If someone said, oh, sign up for carry tomorrow, I'd snap with their hands off, you know, he's a class yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. But um, regarding that, there's a lot of characters in these bigger bigger teams, England and that, and, and Connor Cody managed to keep a lid on him and keep them all My together God, and stuff yeah. like that. And that's one of the reasons he was in there. Didn't play many minutes, or if at all, but it was nice yeah. from top of the team. And I think that's what we need to keep a little bit of. Our yeah. DNA, I think, is a word, isn't it? Keep a little bit of our DNA in there yeah. uh, and build squad around it. But I think Palmer deserves his absolutely deserves his spot. Nailed for on for sure. 
for sure, back. for sure, I definitely think he does, and for the footballing reason, and for what you would just imagine, and I think what we can see about his kind of presence among the group and all of that kind of stuff, you know, um, you know, he just, he's just a central defender, isn't he? You know, you're just like he's a rock, you know, um, and you know, and he can play. It's not, like, it's not that like he can't play. I think we can sometimes run away with this idea that the only thing he can do is head the ball. You know, is He's, he's, he's got enough on the ground. I remember Speaking when... Speaking of the ball, interrupting you there. Did anyone see the uh, Wrexham tweet? <laughs> they've, they've, oh. said, they've got the, the same song for Palmer for one of their centre-backs like that. I think uh, I think Russ retweeted it, I think. With a, uh, oh, I saw that, yeah. It's not, it's, not like, it's not like Russ to get wound up. <laughs> Honestly, God, I was scrolling through and I was just having a whale of a time, just reading all that comments. But I must have wrote out about five comments and then retracted them and wrote them out again. And then, <laughs> in the end, I just got bored. I thought, there's too many to go out here. I can't answer them all. I just quit. <laughs> I'm fairly certain we, we took that song from someone else, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I think they're all. Yeah, yeah. I think it's less actual it... team anthem or, I don't know. I think it, that's, I think they're all pretty much like nicked, aren't they all? Certain adaptations to certain songs. Yeah. So. yeah, I guess right now Russ is just sat there like, oh, this this modern music. Oh, it all sounds. Oh, it's all been done. Music has all the music's been done. The yeah, it all sounds the same for the these kids and the TikToks. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Right before we call it a day, I thought we'd have a bit of a chat about the transfer window. I don't think there's anything to be said. Mm. I was, I was going to, I was going to ask what we wanted to see from the Wimbledon game, but I think we've covered it all. We want pressing DNA and identity. Pressing get that, all, get that all back, and we'll There's be your laughing. There's your podcast title. Done. Mic dropped. <laughs> Bang. Done. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the transfer window. Just, oh, sorry, oh yeah, please only, do. Sorry, just really quickly interrupt you. I did some research, Nick. I did some research. So. I thought, sure. I mean, you know, five minutes of research at tea time. What I did, I went on the Wimbledon forum. So, you know, like their equivalent of the yellow board, you know, the fans. Yeah. And just, right. I won't read everything out, but, I, but, I, but, but what I particularly noticed, because they're a bit higher up than us in the league, aren't they? They're mid-table. Do you know what? They're not happy, the fans. They're not happy. They're not happy. They've got a new manager. They got relegated last season. They've got a new manager in called uh, Jamie Jackson, who... He's only managed uh, Charlton's reserves before, so he's new to managing first team level. And the the general opinion among the fans is that um, he's another Rusk. He's another Rusk. He, he wants to play three five two. He is wedded to his system. He. I'll just read one out, which I liked. Uh, this one of their fans typically says Jackson is one of those managers who has a preferred system and shoves players into it, even if it fits some of them like a cheap suit. And that's a kind of typical opinion from them. So they're not they're not happy, and it it sounds a little bit it's it's what reading that forum. I was thinking you could be reading about us. You know, have we got a settled team? Are we playing the right players? You know, are we you know are we are we are we moving on here? You know, so it might be a good time to play them. It might be a good time to play them to go by the mood of their supporters. I, I do I do hope so. I do because yeah. they, they've just moved into a moved back back to Plough Lane, haven't they as well? Yeah. Although ah. the c- consensus is that it's nowhere near as good as it used to be. It, it seems to be another one of those kind of soulless stadiums. Yeah. The building is right on the side of the Greyhound Stadium. Yeah. Is it a new state, new 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 stadium that they built there? Yeah. 
yeah and that's the other bit of my research i went on wikipedia because <laughs> it yeah. so it's plowlane but so the address of the ground is plowlane but what they've done is they've built a new ground on the site of the old greyhound stadium so there must have been a great the greyhound stadium must have been by the football ground right so um yeah. so so yeah but the, so they're back to their they're back to their um their roots I'll, I'll save that stuff for the radio show when we're playing away though i'm giving me i'm using it up here so i'll stop this is the home game so well, i i i got in, in in tribute to us playing a london team I've gone for london calling as the album of the week but if, if anything london's calling and saying like what time do you want us there on saturday because we're not going there <laughs> but you can't, can't have it all can you can't yeah, have it we, all that, the, that's the charges yeah. 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 That's that's some top research. That I think I think Russ, Russ should do that sort of thing. Really, when when he comes back, I'll I'll put that in a in a note to him. I think. That, that, in fact, I'll tweet it to him because he doesn't get annoyed at being tweeted stuff. Yeah. He's definitely his nicest on Twitter. Right. Yeah. So ahead of the Wimbledon game, we have twenty four hours of the window left. Uh, at, our our man with a dildo in his ear at Carrington isn't currently available, so we'll, we'll, that's that's where that's where Russ is gone. He's uh he's outside Carrington having various sex toys shoved into his orifices, eyes and ears mostly. Um, but yeah, the the talk is that Quigley is off to Rochdale apparently, which would make sense because he's nowhere near the squad last night. Obviously, mm-hmm. not fancied, but I think it needs. Oh, mm. guarantees, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got mm. we've got him and Whitfield who are going to be doing absolute bits mm. against us, like guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, right, here, what do what do you want to see, if anything? Um, I just want I'd like to see just one addition, really, and just want a pacey a pacey forward to either mm. play alongside Paddy or in and around Paddy or somebody an outlet ball because I think we're a bit too one dimensional. If I'm to yeah. be honest with you. If we don't play through them or don't get out to Crankshaw or Hipple out of the wings with a bit of pace, they were a little bit too one-dimensional. So I think we need someone with a little bit of explosive pace, a Vardy, a Luke Beckett, someone that, you know, like, got a bit of bound straight in there and, and put the fear of God into it because, if anything, it'll, it'll take the back four back a few yards yeah. and bring everyone else into play as well, closer to the goal. So... I could start banding names around. There's been half a dozen mentioned on here that are quite, you know, are quite like, you know, Shamanga's one of them. Stopped. I'll be glad when Shamanga signs for Birmingham so we can finally mm-hmm. stop this. Because I, 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 as, as much as I'd, well, I mentioned it last week with Ben as well, mm-hmm. as much as we'd love, love us to sign him, I can't, can't see it. I'd, Mm-hmm. You know, but then, but then it's another another striker for us not to create anything for, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I'd like him to get know. that lock like, Mansfield up front. Who I think he's on loan from Forest, didn't he? Forest, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. decent. Yeah, decent. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, up top is where I think we'd welcome. Look, I mean, mm-hmm. even even last season, if you look back to when our window closed in March last season, we brought Duffers in to kind of re- reinforce the attack. Oh, yeah, but now we're looking at pretty much a full seat. Well, half a season until we can. We've not, yeah. we've not got that luxury of having having a window to fall mm-hmm. back on like mid-season now. So it's, it's yeah. got to be it's got to be right. I I agree. I agree. I agree with you there, Steve. I do. I think um, I I'm not one. I'm not one of these who's saying let's I don't know let's sign four or five players. I think that 
I think maybe we've got an embarrassment of riches in some parts of the team. We've got like 17 midfielders. So um, I think that the thing that we're crying out for is is, is what you said. You know, it's because... And I, and I think that... I think that it is about, um, you know, it's the, it's that pacing behind so that the so that the opposition doesn't find us so sometimes easy to play against. Um, I think so, I think I, I heard somebody in, through the week say, "When's the last time we had like a one-on-one against the goalkeeper?" You know, because we got the ball over the top and we got a, a fast guy running away from the defence. So, you know, if that's if that plays out there, and and in this and in this age of like. You have five substitutions a game when you can when you can make those changes and give the opposition something to think about. Yeah. So if Quigley needs to move on for his good and because he's clearly not favoured, then that's the obvious place to get a different type of footballer in, right? Yeah. yeah See, Russ will love know. this bit. Russ will love this bit. Actual like tactics and transfer stuff. It's, it's a shame it's come like nearly an hour in, isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah, once we sign someone, and then we can start going on to squad numbers. Hello, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. That's the part. I need to look at what numbers we've got available actually, so I can. Uh, it's good to see mm. number four on the pitch again last night after having <sighs> having right out for so long. It's good to have a, a number four in central midfield where they belong. I, I noticed that. I thought that, and I, I, I thought that's good. That's what you want. Yeah, only seventeens and twenty threes. Yeah, that's I'm currently having a terrible time of it playing football manager because I've just realised I've I've got to a stage where I've got those like academy players coming through to the first team, but they've all got like ridiculously high numbers, and it's just really, really upsetting me. Nearly as much as seeing Trent Alexander Arnold. Where, yeah, Trent Alexander Arnold still number sixty six, and they've given Joe Gomez the number two. <sighs> Joe Gomez, the centre back who never plays, has got number two now, and it's just. If you want to just know west. what's wrong with modern life. That's there it is right there. The only one person, only one person in all sport that should have the number sixty six, and that's Joe Root. Joe Root, because of Root sixty six. That is it. That's the only person because it's a clever <laughs> little, clever little play on it. That's the only but person. Yeah. I don't even. I'm not even a cricket fan, and I know that. I, so that, I that, that's how it is. Right on that, then Nick. You've yeah. managed to name the only oh, cricket player that me and Nick have probably heard of. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. I'm just imagining us, me and Jonathan on the final round of Pointless and it comes, it comes up with cricket. Is that well? I've got yeah. two rooms. I've got a team from 1981 if you want. You know, versus, <laughs> uh, if it's not, what's David Gowery tired? I've got no idea. So. Yeah, yeah, too. I'm going right out of my comfort zone on here talking cricket today. Yeah, the other way you can stop us immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Comfort oh, I'll be I'll be making my own hummus after this. It's gonna go Thanks, mental. I I watched back the episode from the other week where I was drinking the carabao. Oh, yeah. and it, 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 it reminded me of when it's like election time and you see like Tory MPs going to Subway. It was just, <laughs> I, I was just so out of place. I was like, yeah, I should not be, I, I should not be drinking this. I, I look like a right idiot. A pint like, of the finest beer, the beer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Talabao <laughs> chaser. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my, I'm trying to think what we've got for admin now. Well, what I'll do, yeah, come on, I'll press a little transition thing again, and then mm-hmm. I will get to the admin. So I, I, I just 
like using the transition thing, so I'm going to use it again. Here is the transition thing. Didn't use yeah. enough of them last week. I'm sure everyone will agree that the, the show was very short on them transition things last week. Right, admin. The admin that I forgot last week, and it had a detrimental effect on our number of listeners. Not on here, our number of listeners is fine. Well, it's gone down a bit with us being off, because why wouldn't it? Um, the great greatest Manchester football podcast, something that me and Russ co-founded, is live tomorrow night from 8pm. Follow our YouTube channel, it's GM Footpod. I think we're going to be talking Oldham, Salford and a bit of County tomorrow night, which should be... In fact, I've told them I can do tomorrow night, but I don't know if I am. So it might not be me, it might be someone infinitely more qualified to talk football. I see, Russ always has a big list of admin stuff. I'm trying um, to think, what I, do you normally do in the admin? Um, I, I don't know, I can't remember. We should just start making our own admin up, just some random stuff, just fire it out there, get yeah, people excited over stuff. If, if Fresh anybody farm eggs for sale. Yeah. And, and, and any ideas for replacements for the penalty shootouts, you know, send them in on a postcard. Yeah, in fact, do that. Yeah, if you have any ideas between now and the next show on how we can revolutionise mm. football and get, get rid of penalties, then get in touch. Mm. If if anything, if only because it'll be fun for us to have to field all those emails. Because mm. <laughs> 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 he, won't, he won't have watched long enough that he'd have got to that part yeah. so he'll just be like what what's what's going on here they've, they've finally had a breakdown uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the most the most elaborate and hilarious book which actually could happen you know that actually could take place <laughs> so the funniest thing which actually you think well that actually could work i think it should be yeah a Stop, yeah yeah we'll, 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 get, we'll get a prize on the go for the, for the best one and we'll, we'll set a petition up and take it to fifa and all that caper. Um, <laughs> other admin. Oh, I'm I'm on the wireless on Sunday after. Well, I'll be doing it tomorrow night, but it'll be on the wireless on Sunday afternoon on Real Rock Radio, playing lots of good indie stuff, including the brand new record from Arctic Monkeys. So just tune in for. Well, you don't have to tune in just for that because you can probably listen to it other places. You don't have to tune in to. It's not like the old days where it's like playing that song i like on the radio it's just you can just mm -hmm. listen with it. i don't know why i do it really don't know why i do it really i think i think i just did it to wind russ up the wrong way because he was doing the show and i thought well that's it i'm having a show as well and then he left and it's just if like you, oh who's the winner here if you like if you like a couple of hours of indie pop before your sunday dinner it's uh well worth tuning there i'd say and as a resident indie pop connoisseur, Jonathan knows exactly. his stuff. Exactly. Well, I'll listen because I steal the songs for my show, so there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the only reason I listen to your show, to steal songs for my show. <laughs> it's, all, it's all working just fine. It's great. Um, so, yeah, we will be back next Wednesday. Russ will be back. I will be back, unless something hideous befalls one of us between now and then. Russ, Russ is off to a gig tonight. Oh, He's he's gone to see uh, Connor Oberst, aka Bright Eyes, and I got very excited because I thought Bright Eyes had been cancelled for being a sexual rascal, <laughs> but it turned out it was someone else I was thinking of. So I was going to have a real go at Russ for like, how can you support such a despicable human? But he does put to support a despicable human. Here I am every week. Brilliant, <laughs> right? That is about 
all we have got time for. I'm I'm gonna go and make my tea. Righty, thank you as ever for joining us. Thank you for being yourself this week. I know. I like you. I like you as well, but I like you more as yourself. Thanks, mate. I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna make a concerted effort to uh, bring some laughs with some fancy dress. But you know, I thought I'll just I'll just come in my come as myself this week. And uh... you are you, and if you weren't you, you wouldn't be you, and that wouldn't be any good for people who like you. No. I'm glad you cleared that up for me. I won't yeah, yeah, right. all for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> it's just just a good job I wasn't I wasn't vague about it, wasn't it? That was no, so good. No, I appreciate uh, it. Cheers. Jonathan, thank you so much as ever. It's always a pleasure. The away day show, I believe, is back a week on Saturday. Would I be correct in thinking that? I should know the fixtures. When's when next Saturday away game? So what are you gonna tell us? I am assuming... that, you know what? I've got a feeling I've got a feeling that we're playing Tranmere Rovers next away game on the Friday night. Right, we are indeed, yeah. Therefore, unfortunately, I won't be able to have a show. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be having it on the Saturday morning anyway. And I, I'm going to. It's possible I'll get one on in advance of the Tranmere game somehow, but it won't be the Saturday. But I'll definitely be back for the next Saturday away game. I'm sorry to be vague. I should be much better with this forward planning. But the away day show will be back at the soonest possible opportunity. Excellent. I'm just very alarmed by how far down the table I had to scroll to find us and to, to look at yeah. our fixtures. I think we're going to have to scrap this whole podcast so I can actually worry. Because we're going to have to start recording mm. from the beginning and I'm going to have a good old panic. Right, if if you have inexplicably enjoyed this, then feel free to like and subscribe and do all that stuff. Follow us on your podcast player of choice. Don't forget to review us on a podcast on your podcast player and if you drop the name of an obscure county player in that review we will wing a prize to you although it won't be a shirt because they just get lost at sea we've got we've got some poor sod who won a shirt last season and we've still not got him a shirt because it's it's in the ocean somewhere it's just i oh i don't i don't know why i do this some nigerian pirates are wearing all our t-shirts <laughs> yeah 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 wriggle, I could just these are nice. These are Stockport shirts. Yeah, nice. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna do an impression then, but it's <laughs> best that I stay clear for it. This isn't here. This isn't here to pull me away, and I still pulled myself away. Thank you, everybody, for watching. If you're listening to this as of Friday evening at seven pm, that is also appreciated. In fact, I probably appreciate you more for listening to the audio, really, because who wants to see that? We will catch you next week. Don't forget to follow all our stuff for loads more stuff and like and subscribe. And we will see you. I'm just filling while I find the button to press again. <laughs> this happened last week. And it's just the worst thing. I, oh, I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm saying. Right. Cheers for tuning in, folks. Cheers for joining me, gents. I will Lovely. see you soon. Say say goodbye to the nice people. Bye, nice people. See you soon. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect 
Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 